today I was talking to a friend on the phone, and like always, I started getting so passionate and so fiery about the topic that I was like, okay, I need to record a podcast about this. We were talking about being in the era of doing what you feel, listening to how you feel, and then doing it or not doing it. And there is a time and a place for that. But the conversation is so much bigger and so much deeper because we have two aspects of ourselves. We have two sets of feelings in our body. We have our short-term self and we have our long-term self. And in another way to say this is we have our ego and we have our soul. Or Christian people can also say we have the flesh, the heart, the devil, and we have the Holy Spirit. There are so many ways to talk about this topic. So the Christian lens is you cannot trust how you feel. You cannot trust what you want to do, your flesh. You can't trust your flesh. You shouldn't be going off how you feel. You shouldn't be deciding things based on how you feel. You can't trust yourself. You can't trust your heart because of the devil. There's that whole perspective, and I, and I get it. This is why we're talking about, because I was talking about with this friend, and, and we were talking about that perspective, which, you know, there, it's valid because we do have a short-term self that wants to take the easy route, that wants to be lazy, that wants to eat the junk food, that doesn't want to work out, that doesn't want to put hard work in. That is our short-term self. That is the ego that just wants the easy route, the easy thing. But we also have a long-term self, and that's our soul. That's, that's kind of the voice of God in us. That's our true heart. That's our soul. That's our true essence. So there's a lot of ways to go about this conversation, but the premise is that we are in this era that every, everyone is saying, just do what you feel, do what you feel. But if you did what you feel all the time, you would never socialize. You would cancel plans all the time. You would never work out. You would never read a book. You wouldn't work hard. And and I think we all see this. We are seeing people who make plans and then always cancel. They have no integrity with their word because they are listening to their short-term self. They are not keeping the promises with their word that they once said. And after this is done to us too many times, we, we don't want to invest in that relationship. And that's natural. When we feel someone doesn't have integrity with their word anymore, we can't trust them. So there's a time and a place with doing what you feel. But the bigger conversation is, We need to get to know ourselves so deeply, so intimately that we know what we feel is our short-term self or our long-term self. To me, that is the journey, is the wisdom to know whether our short-term self is speaking or that's what we're feeling, or is it our long-term self? Is it our ego or is it our soul? And it is pretty easy to be honest because the short-term self is all about instant gratification 
instant, instant, fast, fast, easy, easy. It doesn't want to work hard. It wants to eat the junk food. It wants to eat the sugar. It doesn't want to work out. It's so lazy. And it also just puts itself first all the time. So say you made plans with a friend and then the day comes and you just don't feel like going. Then you cancel. Your short-term self puts yourself first all the time. It's so selfish. It puts itself first all the time. And there's a lot of people that need to put themselves first sometimes because they're on the other end of the spectrum and they're putting other people before them 100% of the time. Balance is always the answer. And knowing when to keep your word or when to put yourself first. Only you know that, but that comes through practice and that comes through learning and that that comes through wisdom so i have this saying where i say i never want to work out there is never a day i wake up and say i want to go work out i want to go lift heavy i want to go to the gym i never say that because i never feel it i never want to do that yet my long-term self knows that is what's best for me that is what's healthiest for me in so many ways, mentally and physically. So I make myself go three times a week, even though I don't feel like it. Because my short-term self wants me to stay indoors, scrolling on my phone, eating sugar, doing all of those, those easy, easy things that ha- gets a hit of dopamine. Scrolling or eating sugar is your short-term self getting a dopamine hit within 30 seconds of doing a behavior. But working out, I get a dopamine hit after one hour of working out. So of course my short-term self doesn't want to work out. It takes a full hour to get a dopamine hit when it could just scroll on Instagram and get a dopamine hit every 30 seconds, every 30 seconds. That's why the short-term self chooses what it does. It wants the fastest, quickest dopamine hit to feel good just for a second, just to feel good just for a second. But what it doesn't realize is that when the journey to get to that dopamine hit, like climbing a mountain, if it takes you an hour or five hours or a week to climb a mountain, the dopamine hit will be so much bigger because the time in which you engage in an activity towards the end result of the dopamine hit is so much better. But the short-term self doesn't want to put in that work for a dopamine hit. It doesn't want to hike a mountain for a week to get a dopamine hit. It wants to go get a pizza right now or get it ordered to your door. It doesn't even have to leave the house. To me, this is so important in this era of do what you feel. Do what you feel at all times. Go with the flow. Do what you feel. You have two voices in you. The short-term self and the long-term self. And you have to decipher which is which. It's the ego and it's the soul. And in the Christian realm, it's they would probably call it the flesh, the devil, and the Holy Spirit. 
The flesh, the devil, never leads you anywhere worthwhile. The ego, the short-term self, doesn't lead you anywhere worthwhile. Yet, if you choose that choice, it's not worth beating yourself up because you're human and you're trying to figure it out. But to me, I really like being in a space of knowing I'm choosing a short-term choice and being aware of it in the moment I'm choosing it. Being like, yep, I am going to eat this thing to feel good and it's my short-term self making that decision and I'm aware of it and I'm okay with it. To me, I like being in that space. I'm just aware of it. It's not like I'm doing it unconsciously. And it's never about perfection. We're here to be human. We're here to enjoy food and experiences and people and all these things. We're here to be human. So we're not here to be perfect. But in the same breath, it's always about balance. If you're choosing 90% of your behaviors on your short-term self in a week, you're not, it's not going to lead you somewhere very fulfilling because you're being selfish. You're doing the lazy choice. You're not working hard. So it's not going to lead you anywhere worthwhile, not long-term fulfilling. And that's what gets uncomfortable after many years of doing continuous short-term choices. Or you might not get uncomfortable and you might be fine with doing short-term choices all the time. I mean, that's up for you to decide. But for me, this topic really started taking a hold on me and I started really thinking about it because of friends being flaky where they say they'll be there and after so many times, there's always something. There's always an excuse. There's always a reason to cancel. And I feel myself pulling back from those relationships then because I can't trust them. I can't trust that they will be there for me if I need them because they're always putting their short-term self first. And that's, I'm not saying if you cancel on me, I'm going to hold it against you. Like I have a lot of grace for my friends and for myself. I believe, you know, like I'm not saying I'm this insane friend that's like, you canceled on me once. No, it's like after multiple times when a pattern emerges, it's a very natural progression to then pull away from someone because you can't count on them. And in this era of do what you feel at all times, people are losing integrity with themselves and with their friends and with their family. At the end of the day, we all can have an excuse of why we can't do something a certain day. But that's just, that's because we're not making a priority. So for me, relationships are the number one priority in my life. That is why I very, very rarely cancel because hanging out with people and having quality time is my priority. So if I'm constantly canceling, clearly, you know, that wouldn't be my priority. So if someone keeps canceling on their friends or whoever it is, I would argue that those relationships are not a priority. 
something else is. And that can be fine. Like maybe they are dealing with grief or something heavy. And in this season of life, they have to not hang out with people and they need to cancel on people. I don't know. But I am just saying, for me, I do not want to be the friend that cancels a million times and then my friends cannot count on me. They cannot trust my word. I no longer have integrity with the people that I love. I don't want to be that person. So it has taken me the wisdom to know that the short-term self always wants to cancel. And there's so many memes on Instagram about this. Like, I think it's a thing with a lot of people, unless you're like the most extrovert person and you never want to cancel. But canceling has some sort of satisfaction with the short-term self. And it's because maybe like the short-term self gets to stay home in his comfort zone and it sweats watching Netflix and it doesn't grow, it doesn't connect, it doesn't have intimacy. The short-term self makes you stay small and comfortable and self-centered. It just wants a quick, easy dopamine hit to feel good. That's all it's seeking. But if we want a meaningful life, we have to override the short-term self and wait for delayed gratification. To cook a meal that takes a full hour versus ordering pizza to our doorstep. One is instant gratification and one is delayed gratification. And it's okay doing the short-term self-choices sometimes. It's not about perfection, but it is about balance. If you are so off kilter and doing most of your weekly and daily choices and decisions from your short-term self, you will not be fulfilled. You will not be leaving, having a meaningful life. I would guarantee that. This is what makes me very nervous for the children of nowadays with the packaged junk food, the sugar, uh, the devices, the iPads, the TV, all the things, is they are learning at five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, whatever age, young, so young, their brain is learning how quickly it can get dopamine hits versus going outside and playing, versus going on a hike, versus making an art project. They are getting their dopamine hits from their short-term self, those choices, at such a young age. That brain wiring is is being solidified so early on compared to us adults. You know, this happened early, like in our 20s with social media and um, iPhones. But the kids nowadays, their brain wiring is being solidified with dopamine hits from junk food, sugar devices. And this is so nerve wracking. So how are they going to how are they going to have delayed gratification when they're older? Like how, how are they going to have meaningful lives? Honestly, how is this going to pan out for them? This is when parents need to step in and not let their kids have these instant gratification hits from devices and TV and packaged food. Once in a while, obviously, that's fine. That's childhood. That's, we, we had that in childhood too, but it's the addiction It's the addiction to the instant gratification that is changing their brain at such a young age. 
they don't know any better. And a lot of their parents don't know any better. But this is what the parents should be cluing in on, is your own addiction to devices, to sugar, to junk food. Your own need for dopamine hits. It's happening with your children as well. And it's already so hard to deal with as an adult. You know, how? what's going to happen with these kids? So I really think... I'm personally really, really nervous for the children of nowadays. I don't think it's going to lead anywhere good. I think they're getting very important brain wiring. (laughs) I have a bleak bleak perspective. (laughs) And it's mainly because I see it all in myself. And I had an amazing childhood. I didn't, I wasn't addicted to technology in childhood but I've gotten addicted as an adult and it's so bad just after what, seven years of having an iPhone? So I just imagine, you know, if I was raised like that with a chi- as a child and I'm very nervous. So with this conversation of the short-term self and the long-term self, I, I kind of do feel like it is a parent-child relationship within yourself where the short-term self is kind of like the reckless teenager and the long-term self is the wise guru or parent where you have this reckless teenager that wants to, you know, be reactive and you want to shame the person that shamed you and you want to cancel on going for a walk with your friend You don't want to cook a meal. You just want to order in. You want to have an insanely high car lease payment because you look cool in this car. You know, these are the short-term instant gratification stuff. You want to spend $500 or $1,000 or $2,000 at the mall. You know, like these are the instant gratifications that feel so good in the moment. But that's our recklessness. And we have to also be the wise parent that says, not today, not in this moment. Because, you know, we have X, Y, Z goal and we want to get to this goal. If we're trying to save our money to buy a house, going on that shopping spree isn't getting us closer to our house goals. We have to be the wise parent to our inner reckless teenager. I don't want to call it a child because I don't think children are reckless. I, I think they're amazing. And so I kind of think it's more so a teenager where you don't, you just want to do whatever you want. You don't want to have consequences. You know, your brain is literally not online. You just want to do what you want, do what you feel at all times, no matter what. And we should sometimes. We need to be human. We need to be reckless and wild and fun and crazy sometimes. But if we want a meaningful, fulfilling life, it needs to be balanced. So, I mean, a pretty basic question to know whether it's your short-term self or long-term self is, is the, is the short-term self choice that you're about to make going to get you closer to your long-term goal? For example, say your goal is a stronger, healthier marriage, but your short-term self wants to be reactive 
and wants to do little jabs, wants to be condescending, that's your short-term, short-term self. Will you get to your long-term goal of a healthy, amazing marriage by way of those short-term reactions in the moment? No. It takes wisdom to shut up. And that's my journey. Zip my lips. It does not need to be said. And I don't even know why that habit even started. You know, like, why do we even say half the shit we say if it's not going to lift someone up or genuinely help someone? And and even with children, like when when I'm when I'm watching adult child dynamics, adults inundate children with questions. Question, question, question. And, and millions of questions and with just so much talking. And, and so much of that is because it's for the adult. A child doesn't need to talk all day. A child doesn't, need to be, doesn't want to be answering your questions all day long. And a lot of times the questions are just like to fill like this silence because an adult I think feels uncomfortable in silence. I don't know. That's a whole other topic. I think that topic has to do with this book I read called The Continuum Concept. And I need to do a podcast on that book alone because it ignited so many thoughts, so many new perspectives. And now I'm going to write that down to do a podcast on that book. But to wrap things up with our short-term self and our long-term self, I think we need to have clarity on what our goals are. My goal is to put my relationships first. Quality time with my friends, with my family, with my husband, that's my priority. So I wouldn't be in alignment if I was canceling on my friends all the time. And I, and I don't because it's a priority to me. So I think clarity is such an important piece because it's, it's basically like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be with your friends? Like, I want to have integrity with my word. I want my friends to be able to count on me. So if I have that, that goal, I have to keep that in mind when a day comes along and my short-term self is telling me to cancel or do this or that. I have to keep my long-term goal in mind of who I want to be. And also... Like the marriage thing for me is a big one. I always want a better marriage. I always want a more connecting marriage. So listening to my short-term self, um, you know, wanting to be nagging or criticizing or whatever to my husband is not going to lead me to my long-term goal of a more fulfilling marriage. Recently, I started writing more children's books because my sister and I want to do this line of children's books and I started making a commitment of writing one story a week and it's like a bare minimum goal but it's very hard I, I've been hitting the goal but it's it's so stupid like how hard it is um, but I, I make myself but that is a goal for me so my short-term self is always my enemy saying no no don't write today don't write today but I made a goal I I want to do these books with my sister and my short-term self is always trying to self-sabotage it because it doesn't want 
because actually the gratification of writing children's books is way down the line. Like, you know, until they're created, until they're, people are buying them, until they're being distributed, I have no dopamine hit, basically. So it's just like work, work, work. And, and it doesn't have to feel like work because I'm trying to like meditate and creating a storyline like in that meditation field. Um, but to get myself to meditate is the hard thing. My short-term self is constantly trying to sabotage that. It's ridiculous how hard it is when I have time. So what I'm just trying to say is that clarity is such a huge step in knowing who you want to be in the world, knowing what type of life you want to be living in the world. And then from there, you can really hear how your short-term self, once you have that clarity, your short-term self is going to come and sabotage you throughout the whole way because it doesn't care about your long-term fulfillment. It just takes a lot of practice to learn and to become conscious in a moment of like, oh, this is my short-term self saying cancel, saying no, you know, do the selfish choice. And then it it takes even more practice to start making the more wise choice, the wisest choice that will lead to the fulfilling life you desire.